Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Tuesday, June 9th at 2 p.m. in London. Over the last decade, global investors, and especially U.S. investors, have generally avoided European assets. They were not without justification. The region's embrace of post-crisis austerity meant that growth significantly lagged the U.S. and Asia. The region's structure, a monetary union without a fiscal union, made it difficult to address questions of sovereign support. And the region's banking system lagged others in raising capital and selling bad assets, further hampering the recovery. From January 1st, 2010 through May 1st of this year, the euro has lost almost a quarter of its value against the U.S. dollar. Over that same period, the performance of European equities relative to stocks in the U.S. roughly halved. But recently, there's been some important, encouraging developments on the European Union, which I want to talk about today. First, the region has been relatively successful in containing the spread of COVID-19, with case counts in sharp decline. The EU27, which has a total population of about 445 million people, has been seeing daily fatalities from this terrible disease in the low 300s. In the United States, which has a lower population of about 330 million, daily fatalities are roughly three times as high. Second, the region's central bank, the ECB, has been moving aggressively and last week voted to expand its bond purchases by a further 600 billion euros. I'd note that the idea of a highly supportive central bank has not always been the case for the eurozone over the last 20 years. The ECB raised interest rates twice in 2011 and also did so in 2008, just a few months before Lehman Brothers failed. Third, the region has long been hampered by a lack of fiscal union. In the U.S., it's pretty straightforward for the federal government to shift money towards regions that are suffering and to fund this with a single, highly liquid security in the form of treasury bonds. But the eurozone lacks such a mechanism. The question of to what extent relatively more prosperous member states, such as Germany, should support those suffering more economically, such as Italy or Greece, has been a question that's dogged the region for much of the last decade. That's what makes recent developments so interesting. For the first time, France and Germany, the two largest economies in the Eurozone, proposed a regional recovery fund, paid for by joint borrowing, backed by the entire region. And it's asking that this economic assistance be largely in the form of grants, rather than loans, which means that countries receiving the badly needed aid aren't burdened with significantly higher levels of debt. Meanwhile, the funding for this aid would be through jointly backed issuance that creates a new safe asset for the region, much more similar to a U.S. Treasury. At Morgan Stanley, we think these proposals are a significant moment for the Eurozone. For currency markets, we think they'll cause the Euro to strengthen. In bond markets, we think they'll help narrow the spreads between other countries and Germany. And for equity markets, we think they'll help encourage a rotation towards companies in the periphery and out of the high-quality, defensive stocks that have previously been driving Europe's market. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts of the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.